Hi everyone, welcome to 10 Minute Workday Zen, the podcast about trying to find a little calm in the chaos of our day to day. My name is Chris Aiken, I'm your host. Today's episode is going to be a follow up on the prior episode where we read the poem Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll, and we talked about how language and your use of it can shape your reality. If you like our podcast today, please leave us a review and a rating on iTunes or SoundCloud. We rely on you to help us bring our stuff to new ears. Without further ado, let's get into the topic for today. Now, before, we talked about how language shapes reality. What we're going to do today is delve a little bit further into what that really means and some strategies for using this fact to your advantage. The first thing we want to talk about is setting expectations. I think this is probably one of the biggest areas where people tend to use language to affect how they think or feel about a given topic. When you are overwhelmingly positive about a given subject, you tend to have positive expectations. You tend to be more hopeful and you just tend to think that things are gonna work out a little bit better. It's like the affirmations exercise we did in a prior episode when we talked about the cup of tea, specifically a cup of tea part three, where you are affirming what it is you want and the fact that you deserve it via language. And the reverse is also true. When you tend to use negative language to describe something, it tends to make you more despondent and more depressed about the possible outcomes of whatever's about to happen. So step one is to start defining the things you're hoping for or the things you're hoping against using positive language. Instead of always being negative about how things could go wrong, start being positive about how things could go right. For a lot of people, you're going to find that this can be a little bit of a struggle to start out because maybe you are more naturally predisposed to think about the things that could go wrong. Now, keep in mind, I say that some people might have this issue, but in reality, many, many people have this issue. The human mind seems predisposed to think of the painful portions of our existence rather than the positive or pleasurable portions of our existence. We tend to focus on the bad while ignoring the good. Your first part of your homework today is going to be focusing on the good when you would be otherwise inclined to focus on the bad. Once we have our expectations figured out, what we're going to do next is talk about setting goals. Just like with our expectations, we tend to focus on the negative. So we set goals in order to avoid some sort of pain. What we should be doing is setting goals in order to accomplish something positive. Instead of saying that you're going to lose weight because you're fat, Say that you are going to make healthy lifestyle changes, drop some body fat so that you will be healthier and more fit. It's an easy tweak to change it from focusing on the negative portion of what's going on to focusing on the positive portion of what it is you want. So the second part of your homework is going to be setting goals in a positive manner. You're a lot more likely to accomplish something if you're looking forward to the end game rather than just looking backward towards the thing that you're quote-unquote running from. While running from the monsters in life is good when you're in a horror movie, it doesn't always work so well when you're trying to make positive changes in your life. Now that we've covered setting expectations for yourself and setting goals for yourself, we should probably take a few minutes to actually talk about your interactions with others. You tend to get better performance and better response from people when you react to them positively versus negatively. We've probably all heard of the shit sandwich, and it goes like this. You tell someone something that they're doing well, then you tell them something that they're not doing well, and then you tell them something that they're doing well. Essentially, you have a good bread sandwich with shit right there in the middle. Now, 
I can see the allure of this approach because what you're trying to do is spin whatever negative thing you have to say as an overall net positive conversation. But the problem is we pretty much all know this trick already. So we know that once we get that one positive, we're going to get a negative, and then the person speaking to us is going to try to offset the negative with another positive. Because we're aware of this strategy, I feel like it begins to lose its effectiveness. Instead, I think what we should do is the not shit sandwich. Start out with something that they're really, really good at, and that's fantastic. Next, instead of giving them something that they're bad at, give them a suggestion of how they could be better at something that they're already fairly okay at. And then end with another thing that they're really good at. This may seem like simple semantics, but let me give you an example and you can decide how you feel based upon these examples that are basically going to be moving towards the same goal, which is improving a specific portion of job performance. Hi, Jim. Thanks for coming to your performance evaluation today. Just want to talk about a couple of things. First, I wanted to compliment how great you seem to be at customer service. We really get a lot of compliments about how you speak with people and all of your customers seem to be really satisfied. Unfortunately, I've noticed that your documentation is really lacking. So I need you to get on that and improve that. You can always ask me any questions if you have them. But I also wanted to mention that I see that you are incredibly punctual and wanted to applaud you for always being on time to your shifts. Okay, so we have a guy who is really great with customers, doesn't document anything very well, so it could be sales or it could be problems that they're having, and he's always on time to work. That's great. But let's look at this from another perspective. Hey Jim, thanks for coming to your performance evaluation today. Just a couple of quick things. First and foremost, we're getting a lot of compliments on how you are handling all of your customer accounts. I think you're doing splendidly, and I just want you to keep on doing what you're doing. Also, I noticed that on the account for Mrs. Smith, you did a really great job at documenting all the different steps you took to resolve that issue she was having. I think that's fantastic. What I'd like to do is put you on a committee for improving the documentation here. That way everyone's on the same page with how you did things with that account. Oh, and before I forget, I really want to thank you for always being so punctual to your shifts. It's a really great and enthusiastic way to show your fellow employees how committed you are to your job. Do you see the major difference here? The way that you speak to someone and the way that you phrase things has a huge impact on how they're going to react to it. In the first instance, we're basically telling Jim, Jim, dude, your documentation sucks and it needs to be better. Go do better. Maybe Jim is the kind of person who needs to hear that, but more than likely, if he's like 95% of the rest of the population, he's not. And in our second instance, what we're doing is saying, hey, Jim, you're great at this, and do you remember when you handled this really, really well? And you're pointing out a time when he did the thing you want him to improve better than he's done it in other times. And then you're offering to put him in a leadership position so that everyone can become better at the thing you want him to improve on. You're not singling him out for a negative, you're singling him out for a positive that will positively impact the negative that you identified. And of course, you're still ending with a positive. So it's the no shit sandwich instead of the shit sandwich. You can use this same no shit sandwich strategy with just about anyone and just about anything. So your homework is to find a situation in which you would have to necessarily be critical of somebody else and use the no shit sandwich technique to soften the blow. The last way that we're going to use language to reshape our reality today is with positive self-talk.
This goes back to the affirmations, setting expectations, setting goals in a positive way. It kind of all interconnects. But what a lot of people spend their time doing is talking down to themselves, telling themselves they're not good enough, they're too fat, they're too slow, they don't eat well, they don't perform well. They just focus so much on what they don't do well that they ignore what they do exceptionally. And that's what we want to avoid. So what we're going to try to do as your last part of your homework is to identify two or three pieces of negative self-talk, things that you tell yourself you're bad at, and replace those with positive self-talk. Use the examples in the expectations or goals or the speaking to others, the no shit sandwich that we talked about before and change your own self-talk so that instead of focusing on the fact that you're terrible at documentation, focus on the fact that there's very specific instances where you've done really, really well and then you should strive to do it that way from now on. So you want to focus on making your weaknesses into strengths rather than lamenting your weaknesses. And that's it. You have your homework for the day. As always, thank you for joining me on 10 Minute Workday Zen. I hope that I've given you some food for thought and helped bring calm to what could otherwise be a very hectic day. My name is Chris Aiken. This entire podcast is produced by Aiken Entertainment. All of our music is provided by www.bensound.com. All rights are reserved.